Welcome to When Stillness Speaks, an inspirational podcast that explores what can be revealed in the quiet time. I'm your host, Tracy Michelle, and I'm grateful that you've tuned in. My hope is that this podcast will encourage you to create a space for stillness and embrace every part of your journey toward your divine destiny. Before we jump into today's episode, let's take a moment to just breathe deeply and be present. Allow your spirit to fill up with gratitude, knowing that you were created to be a light in this world. When I started to think about the different topics that I might cover on this podcast, there was one that instantly came to mind, and it was all about the process of waiting. The waiting room, as I like to call it. Now, I wasn't sure at what point I might record it or even publish it, but I knew it was something that I would share. In my recent moments of reflection, I have really been thinking a lot about the fact that this is the right time for it. Now, this waiting room, we've all been there. And depending on what might be going on in your life, you may be in the waiting room right now. And if you've recently come out of the waiting room, you can pretty much count on the fact that you'll be there again at some point. There are a lot of things in life that we may have to wait for, and some are good and exciting. And then there's some other things that we wait for that honestly may be stressful or even frustrating. Knowing that waiting is a part of life, and in many times the wait is out of our control, I think that it's important that we learn about ourselves during the wait. And hopefully we take those lessons with us and use them the next time that we find ourselves in the waiting room. Now, I'm not always good at waiting. There are times when I'm just impatient. I know this about myself. And listen, I feel like I have gotten a lot better at it. But I do recognize that I am still a work in progress when it comes to waiting. Really, I think for me, a lot of times I just like to get stuff done. And so sometimes the wait just feels like an inconvenience. You know, it's something that's holding me back from getting things done. There are other times when I'm waiting for a prayer to be answered And in my mind, I'm ready to receive the blessing that I'm praying about. So I don't fully understand why I'm still in the waiting room. Of course, me feeling like I'm ready really doesn't expedite God's timing. But hey, I'm just being honest about my waiting room realities. You'll notice the theme of impatience there too. And I imagine that you may be nodding right along with me on that point. Let me also say that there have been times where I've been thankful for the waiting room because it slowed me down from rushing into a decision or situation. As I spend more and more time in my moments of stillness, I've really been reflecting on how I wait. Reflecting on what that process of waiting is or should be for me. And not only that, but really taking time to think about what God is trying to reveal to me in the waiting room. Because it's not like he doesn't know that I'm there, right? So what are those things that God needs me to see or learn about myself or the situation 
or even him. Last year, for instance, I went through a particular situation where it was very clear that I was going to be in the waiting room for a certain amount of time. And it was a space that felt different from other times where I've had to wait for something. Perhaps it was the magnitude of of what I had to wait for. But there was this immediate response and this immediate thought that I had that this waiting room needed to be a space where it was just me and God. And in this space, I needed to be still and resist the urge to let my mind race or be consumed by distractions. Have you ever noticed that when something is on your mind or you're worried about something, you tend to see something related to that thing everywhere, on every commercial, on the radio, while you're out and about. It just seems to pop up everywhere. So it's hard sometimes not to be completely consumed by that thing. In this particular time of waiting, I needed to be in my prayer room. And I needed to listen to God. And if you're wondering about my prayer room, make sure you go back and listen to the Create the Space episode because I talk about that room and why it was really important for me to create it. So in that period of waiting, God revealed things to me that weren't just showing me about how I needed to wait in that particular situation. But really, God was showing me how I should approach the waiting room for things that I'm still praying for and waiting to come to pass. He was really shifting my perspective of how I should wait. And he was also confirming so much for me in the waiting room. Confirming things that I feel like he has shown me even, you know, months or years prior to. There were things that kept coming back up that I honestly felt like God was saying, this is how you use your faith in the waiting room. This is how you trust me in the waiting room. Because if you believe that I've already confirmed things to you, then in your time of waiting, and when it feels like what I've confirmed to you might be in jeopardy because of you being in this waiting room, I need you to go back to my promises and have the faith to trust me. I knew I had no control over how long I would be in the waiting room. And so I felt like God was really telling me that I needed to have my focus on him and not just on the thing that I was waiting for. Now, I know that there are times where we're in the waiting room and that thing is just so big or maybe it just feels heavy. And so it takes a little bit more effort and a little bit more work to enter the waiting room with faith because we're only human and our mind is a powerful thing 
And so are our emotions. And sometimes the situation that caused us to be in a waiting room caught us by surprise. But we're there. And so how do we wait? But if we believe that God has already worked it out for us, then I believe we can wait differently. There's a scripture in Romans that says, but if we hope for what we do not see, we wait for it with patience. And when I read that, it was really interesting for me because I really thought back to how many times have I waited patiently? How many times did I enter the waiting room with such a sense of urgency with God that I completely disregarded what his timing may be simply because I wanted something to happen or the waiting room was too uncomfortable or it was too frustrating or it didn't make sense why I was there, why certain prayers hadn't been answered. So as I spent that time in the waiting room, I had to really make an effort to recognize that this is where I am right now and how I'm going to approach this is with a sense of peace. I'm going to allow myself, though, to feel how I feel and be honest about how I feel in this waiting room. But I'm going to allow God to give me a sense of peace about being in this waiting room. And I'm going to choose to lean on my faith that I'm not in that waiting room by myself. That God is right there with me. And while I'm waiting, God, show me how you need to use me. You know, I realized while I was in that waiting room that God got so much of my attention while I was there. And I think that is why so much was was revealed to me in that space. And it became a situation, and this was over a period of um, a couple of weeks or so, and it really became that space of, I know I'm not going to be in this waiting room forever or, or much longer, but there's something about the presence of God that I'm feeling in this waiting room that I don't want to end when the wait is over. Now, most times when we're in a waiting room, we can't wait to get out of it, right? It's it's an uncomfortable place. We don't really want to be there. And we're just looking forward to moving past it. And I think that keeps us from really reflecting on our process of waiting as much as we should. So it was it was in that space of me appreciating that deeper connection with God while I was there that really made me think about how do I how do I keep that same level of presence 
and invite that level of presence into my life more consistently. And so I'm fully aware that God's presence is consistent, right? So I know that that connection with God in that space can be every day if I make room for it. But there was something so just powerful about that time period with God. Because like I said, it really was where I felt like it was just me and God. And that's not, you know, to imply that I just kept every, you know, detail to myself. But it was almost like, okay, at the end of the day, this is just going to be a space between us. I've been thinking a lot lately about how much God has continued to remind me of how I felt when I was in that waiting room. Not the situation. So that was also key for me. God's reminders weren't about me focusing on the situation that caused me to be in the waiting room. His reminders have been about the process of how I went about waiting and how I trusted him while I waited. Because the longer I was in there, the more that I felt like my faith was growing and the more confident I felt about how everything would work out. So there's an appreciation that I have for that journey of waiting for that process because I was able to wait in a way that I really don't think I had done before. And it really showed me just how much the weight could be different if my approach to it was different. So none of this is to say that when you're waiting, that things are, are going to be easy or worry-free, or that it won't take you some time to figure out what process works best for you while you wait. Because I truly think that that is an individual process. But I also believe that if we spent some time thinking about how we wait or how we've been waiting, how we're currently waiting, there are some things that we'll learn about ourselves that perhaps could make the wait feel a little bit different. During your time in the waiting room, honestly, there may be moments where you feel like you're in a good space about the wait. And then there may be other times where you just don't feel at peace while you're waiting. One thing that has really helped me is recognizing those days where I'm not at peace and trying my best not to stay in that space where my spirit feels unsettled. Of course, sometimes that's easier to do than others. And sometimes I just need to call up my prayer partners for encouragement and support. But I'm starting to better understand how to respond to those moments. And I'm being more in tune with myself and my thoughts and just the whole process of waiting. I mentioned earlier that there, you know, was a reason why I felt like this was the time for me to talk about the waiting room. and. It hasn't just been my own reflection, but even in conversations I've been having with people lately, 
it just seems like this whole process of waiting is front and center for a lot of people right now. And the duration that we may be in the waiting room is going to vary. You know, sometimes it's a couple of weeks, sometimes it's months, sometimes we're waiting, you know, some years if it, if it's a prayer that you've, you know, been praying for some time. But even in that waiting room, no matter, you know, how many times we find ourselves there or for how long, there's always this preparation that I believe happens in there as well. That process of preparation is going to be helpful for whatever the outcome of the wait is. And sometimes we we resist that preparation because we're so focused on the fact that we have to wait. And sometimes if we've been in the waiting room for a really long time, we start wondering if this amount of preparation is really needed for that thing that we've been waiting for. But the preparation is not something that I feel like we should skip over. And so while you're focusing on your process, also reflect on the preparation. You'll hear me mention journaling a lot in this podcast. And that's because I truly think that it is just a great way to help you reflect. If you begin to journal your process of waiting, when you look back, I believe it will be easier for you to see those points of preparation. And if you've been waiting for a particular prayer to be answered and, you know, maybe that's taken some time, I hope that you see your personal progress in that wait. Maybe your prayers have shifted over time and what you started out thinking you wanted has now become clearer and more refined. And so now your prayers around that thing are bolder. Maybe in that period of waiting, you've also added some new prayers for other dreams that you want to manifest because you become more aware that when those blessings come, they'll be even bigger than you imagined. So I think journaling that process is just really um, important for you to look back and see how you've handled the waiting room in the past. Not only that, but it can also help you navigate the waiting rooms in the future. So even though the waiting room may not be one of our favorite places, I hope that it's at least a place that you can begin to embrace, a place that you can learn from, a place that you can grow through, a place that really helps you to see what you need to bring with you the next time that you have to be in the waiting room. And let the waiting room be another reminder for you of just how important stillness is and why you should make it a priority. I know at some point I'll be right back in the waiting room. And really, if I think about it, there are still things that I'm praying about and praying for that haven't happened yet. So technically, I'm in a waiting room right now. So as I wait, I need to have just as much peace as I had before, just as much confidence and trust in God's timing as I did before. 
And I need to also remind myself that God's promises for my life haven't changed. And so while I may be in a waiting room now, his divine timing will not change. And so it's not too late for the things that I've been praying about. I haven't missed out on the things that I have been asking God for. And this waiting room is temporary. I know that there might be things that you are waiting for that you never expected, that you never expected to have to wait for that news, that outcome, that situation to turn around. And I know that the waiting room can be a difficult place, especially when you're there for longer than you'd hoped, or if the reason you're there in the first place is very significant. And sometimes we may not know how we will respond to the waiting room until we get there. But while you're there, I encourage you to think about your process of waiting and the ways your faith needs to be activated while you wait. You know, it really took some time for me to get to the point where I could shift from trying to rush out of the wait to waiting expectantly. Part of what prompted that shift is that I've seen firsthand how quickly God can move when it's your time. At any moment, you can experience an overflow of blessings, blessings that you asked for, and some you didn't even know that you needed. So if you wait expectantly and with a spirit of gratitude, I really believe that you will notice a shift too. And the more you recognize the shift and acknowledge that the shift is a positive thing for you, I think the more natural that it'll feel to wait expectantly for that to be a normal part of your waiting process. And I don't think there are many of us who can truly say that we look forward to waiting. But since we know that it's going to happen at one point or another, wouldn't you rather wait expectantly? Wouldn't you rather wait with peace? And wouldn't you rather wait knowing that this is all part of your journey? Your journey that is attached to God's divine purpose for your life. Earlier, I mentioned the scripture about hope and waiting patiently. A few verses later is the scripture that says, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So I hope that you begin to wait with the expectancy that things will work out in your favor and in divine timing. Don't let the waiting room make you doubt your dreams or doubt the promises that God has for your life. Instead, let it be a space of divine connection. A space that strengthens you and really prepares you for your blessings. I have been so grateful to hear from listeners who are sharing their thoughts and aha moments from this podcast. 
and I'd love to hear from you. Let me know about your waiting room process and what you might do differently. Perhaps you're in a waiting room right now and you'd like to send me a prayer request. You can submit one at any time through my website, tracymichelle.com. I hope that you remember that we all have a waiting room and we're all just a work in progress on this journey. Thank you for listening to this episode of When Stillness Speaks. I hope that you'll hit that subscribe button and also share this podcast with others. If you'd like to learn a little bit more about me or pick up a copy of my book, Such a Time as This, Reflections of the Journey Toward My Destiny, visit TracyMichelle.com. You can also follow me on Twitter and Instagram at OneTracyMichelle. That's the number one, Tracy Michelle. Until next time, I hope your days are filled with favor, great expectation, and revelation.